Riley and I, Riley and I got nice. in the hot tub tonight. It was nice. No frogs. Okay. No hot tub was nice and felt good. I would love some of that. I would love, love, love a little hot tub time, dude, because it is just mac nasty here. You know what's weird though is like our our yeah. average temp tonight is supposed to be mm-hmm. in the low forties. It's seventy degrees here. It's like it, it's thirty degrees okay. above average oh. this entire week, and everyone's like, "That's oh, beautiful, my gosh. though." The week after Christmas. Hey, you say that, man, but this is the one week out of the year where you're like, all right, dude, yeah. enough's enough. Like, give me a little bit can, of like no, that winter feel. Completely. But you know what? Hopefully in Kentucky you'll get a little bit of love, a little bit of winter Jack Frost love, huh? Yeah, Speaking I'm, I'm excited, of man. Jack Kevin. Frost, Justin, I completely cut you off, man. I'm sorry. I, I'm no, anxious to hear about New York City because I know that you had a great time with uh, the girls. Well, yeah, we had a blast. We, uh, you know... It's, it's got to keep my kids in check because, like I said, my, my girls are mm-hmm. Long Island suburb girls. So is my wife. And riding the New York City subway <laughs> system is something that you really got to kind of be in check with. Uh, you can't, you know, putz around too much. You know, you got to kind of be you know, on your wits. But we had a good time. You know, we went to uh, a sweet shop called the Sugar Factory to have some, uh, some lunch and some dessert. A lot of fun. The Mickey uh, Mouse has posted some pictures, had the exhibit, the art exhibit, which is pretty cool. It's a couple of blocks from where we went to eat. And I went downtown to see the Trade Center and, you know, did a little bit of a tour of the city. You know, I take it for granted because I'm there all the time and my kids aren't. So we got to uh, enjoy a nice family day in the city. Tiring, though, you know. It's like one of those, you know, when you go to the beach and you're at the mm-hmm. beach all day and you come back and you're just wiped out. Same thing, yep. man. You know, you're yeah. running around like a lunatic, yeah. uptown, downtown, trains and all over and hopping in cabs. And you come home wiped out. And it was uh, it was a long day. We got home well, around 9 o'clock and we were shot. But you're still on, you're on high alert, though, man. You got all your prized possessions right there. Oh, yeah, in the city. yeah, yeah, So, yeah. You're, you know, that's, that's an added exhaustion. Um, I will talk about your subway, though. Um, Justin probably doesn't feel this way, but it scares me. And there's nothing in this world that really scares me, but your New York subways scare me. I can just picture, like, Justin and I have a great strategy with Mike, where when we play, uh, it's a it's a game on PlayStation, we hide in the bathrooms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that would be, and that's, that's what exactly I do in real life, what I think too. we would do in the subways. <clears throat> Justin and I would be hiding in the bathrooms, just praying that nobody's around. So... I've been there a bunch of times, and I've seen things in the New York subways that no grown person should ever see. It's literally, it is the I am legend of of uh, of real real life. Uh, but man, what a cool day, dude! I saw your pictures. How much fun is that? And you made a point, like going to the going downtown New York, going down going to Manhattan, you know, going uh, to have a good time is the same as going to the beach. When we go to the beach here, yeah. I get home at like three, mm-hmm. and all I've done is sit in a chair all day, and somehow I'm exhausted. Like, I am just beat down. And that's exactly how I am when I go to Disney, too, though. Once I get back to the room and you realize you've walked 11 miles and you're going, oh, I can't believe we just did that. But you did it, you know. And then you put the feet up on the bed and you relax and have a cold drink. and, and I am best. totally relaxed at Disney. Are and, you? Uh, yes, I am just – because you get – like Mike always says, you're in that bubble, you know. And – I'm just, especially the beginning of the vacation, there's no work, there's no news, there's no nothing but my family and Disney, and I just go into shutdown at night. It's beautiful. Let me ask you a question, though, because you walk for a living. Uh-huh. So does Disney me. walking phase you like not it even, does some other Not people? even nothing. No? Doesn't even, not even in one iota, honestly. Mike, do you feel it nothing. when you have a long day at Disney and you get back and finally get those shoes off? Yeah, and I don't know. Yeah, I think you wear flip flops, right? Jason? I wear flip flops the whole time I'm there, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I need I need a good, comfortable <laughs> sport shoe. I can't. Because uh, you're carrying a seventy pound backpack, you have to. Well, you know, it's part of the 
we know that. But yeah, I I couldn't wear flip flops and walk that much. No, no there's I, no way. I live in flip flops because I live at the beach, and no, I have to wear tennis shoes at Disney because I can't do it, man. I don't know how. You, I, like, well, I do know how you do it because you do it every day, and you do it in the cold and snow, and all of a sudden you're in seventy or eighty degree weather, and you're like, oh, look at this, you know? Look, I my wife made me long. go get a pedicure with her one time. And I was like, as much money as I spent on that, I'm wearing flip-flops. Everybody's going to look at my feet. I love getting pedicures. It wasn't Um, bad, dude. It was okay. Here's a complete shocker to all Disney Dad's uh, family listening. Justin likes pedicures and baths. Um, (laughs) I I refuse. I refuse. I've held out this long. I will not have somebody else touching my feet. You know know the first place I got a pedicure was on Disney Cruise Line, and they do a men's fire nice pedicure. To where like you, they put some gel on and makes it real cold, and then they have other that makes it real warm. And oh, okay, Mike, just wait, buddy. Oh, and, that's right. You know what? There's no reason why you don't do that on the cruise with us. Let's all three do. Let's all three do pedicures on the cruise. It'll never happen. Come on, never happen. Oh, never. what? A, be in touch. Come on. Let me tell you why. Because my wife has been dying to get me to go for a pedicure, and if I went and got a pedicure because you guys asked me, that would be the end of my relationship. Whatever. With my wife. She would just be tired of, of staring at your terrible feet. I am feet. sending Laura a private <laughs> message as we speak we, here. Little do you know, Jason and I will be getting thank you cards on our doors on the cruise. <laughs> right. Oh my god. Hey, listen. Gosh, but uh, staring tonight, at these hams for a long time. Uh, tonight is going to be uh, an, a, a very fun episode. I personally have friends that are going down to Disney for the first time. And so, and everybody remembers, well, I, I'm Justin, you guys have been, and Mike, you guys have been going there when you, since you've been little, from what I, what am I, from what I remember. But I remember my first time like it was yesterday. And I think it'd be fun to just talk about some of the stuff that you have to do. I mean, not that you should do. These are things that you need to do on your first trip. And I'd love to get this show started in three, two, one. Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sip. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. There's a touch of madness around here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Disney Dads Podcast. It's December the 27th, two days after Christmas, and I am joined by two guys who look like they've had the best christmas ever they're still wearing that holiday cheer on their faces my brothers jason and mike fellas i am so happy to see you how are you doing tonight i'm excited to get into this episode good man good i'm extremely happy i didn't get coal in my stocking this year and uh i was a good boy and i got a lot of cool stuff from the family you know how i'm sorry go ahead we had a good uh, we had a good christmas day it was nice you you know how hard it is to wrap coal mike i've tried (laughs) three different times and it's just it's tough Jason, how you doing, brother? First of all, Happy New Year, because when this drops, it will be officially 2019. How awesome is that? For a lot of you out there, uh, it's a great time because you're ready for fresh beginnings. And man, I hope you guys have an amazing year. In fact, I know you guys are going to have an amazing year. I'm doing fantastic. I'm excited to be here. I'm going to be down in the kingdom in a few weeks. 
Uh, it's going to be the middle of winter time, and hopefully the weather will hold out for me down there. I'm super excited uh, to go into the new year because there's some big stuff planned for the show, for the network, for uh, personally, for all three of us. I can't wait, guys. This is going to be a fun year. Dude, I can't wait to see the pictures from your trip. Uh, January is one of my favorite months to go to, uh, to to Walt Disney World. I love it. I think it's just it's that magical time of right after New Year, but right before the spring break crowds to where yep. you get that little bit of lull. I mean, mm-hmm. there's it's hard to find a lull as long as you're not going on a marathon weekend. But you're, it's hard to find that lull anymore. But January seems to be that magical time to go. So I think you're going to have an amazing time, dude. I can't wait to see pictures of you with Rach and the boys having a great time down there. And we have uh, good friends. A good, you know how you got that that. You know, everybody's got that good close family friends, you know, the ones that pop over Christmas evening just to, you know, have a drink and, you yeah. know, well, we have ours that, you know, we've been telling for the last couple of years, you need to come to Disney and it's my son's best friend, coincidentally. Well, they're going to be coming down with us. So we've, we've arranged most of our ADRs that we're going to eat together, a lot of our fast passes we're going to have together. And, and, and actually, this is the reason why I wanted to go forward with this show and, uh, and, you know, between us and people in the group, we came up with an incredible array of things that you have to do on your first trip at Disney. Now, I'm talking maybe do. I'm talking these are things that if you don't do them, you're going to walk away from Disney and regret it. Is that a fair enough assumption? Yeah, 100%. Hey, I want to ask you guys this because yep. for Mike and I, it might be a little harder. But I want to preface this with a, turning the question around a little bit with do you remember – your first Disney trip as an adult. Because I don't remember my first Disney trip as a child. I think mm-hmm. I was three at the time or two at the time. But do you remember your first Disney trip as an adult? When you can literally think back and say, hey, I'm the one who planned all this, and this is my trip. Well, I know that Mike did because we just talked about Mike. Here I am speaking for Mike. He's over there like, what yeah, are you he's doing? Over there staring what are you doing? Hey, what are you, what are but, you talking But Mike had before? a great time because he's always got great stories, you know, pushing the daughters and the strollers. And it's like, I can relate to that. Um, Mike, since I stole your thunder a little bit, I do want to direct this towards you then. You remember yours just like yesterday, do you not? Oh, absolutely. Uh, it was our first trip. We actually were going to take, when Sammy was born, Sammy was only a few months old, and we were going to take Sarah on her big girl trip, and we wanted to do a party, just a little getaway just for her. And being the good sister that she was at four years old, she says, you know what? She says, I want to bring my little sister with me. So in tow, we brought Sammy, who was only... 10 or 11 months old at the time, and we did a land-sea excursion. We did four days in the parks and then a couple of days on the Disney cruise ship. And uh, I remember that trip. I planned it from you know start to finish, and uh, I was extremely, extremely overwhelmed. Uh, if I could do anything over again, I could certainly know what I know now and be able to do it over, which is why I'm glad we have certain things like the internet and fantastic travel agents and podcasts where I get advice from. But uh, I remember it was like yesterday, and I was hooked from day one. Uh, it was such a great, memorable trip, uh, even though it was a lot of work with having a little baby with us, but it was well worth it. Dude, good on you, man, for booking that. I didn't know that you did all the work and the legwork and everything. Yeah, it was just one of the, you know, it was one of those, rent, believe it or not, I'm going to date myself, but the internet was kind of just starting to take yeah. it, you know, mm-hmm. it was, you know, it was, you know, a long time ago, yep. and uh, I did one of those things, I went online, do a Disney cruise, and then they had some packages, and I put it all together, and I did that, and it was back in 2005, it was, okay, a, while, it was yeah. a while ago, so it was quite a quite a bit of time ago, oh. but, um, but it was a good trip, made a good, good trip. Good for you, brother, good for you. But Jason, you know what, you... Uh, you had a first Disney trip when you were an adult as well. Um, 
give me a little bit of memories about your first Disney trip. Guys, listen, Rachel planned it 100%. She was in she was in all the message boards and the ADRs and we even had the little app where if, uh, 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 you know, if one of the ADRs that we couldn't get came available, it would quick send you a text message. They used to have those back in the day. Mhm. Man, she rocked it. She did such a great job with it. Um, I that's the reason why we're here today. Period. You know. Yeah. So, but I know that you had your when you went. You went like it was kind of like almost like first date down there, wasn't it? Or like pre engagement when you went down there with Katie? Yeah, yeah. Well, I went with Katie. So I I I have a hard time with this question because the question is when's the first time you remember as an adult going to Disney? I don't think I've quite reached adulthood yet, but. Uh, I would say there's two trips. There's one when I went for my 16th birthday with just me and my mom. And I remember that trip vividly of, of uh, staying at All-Star Music, or no, All-Star Sports for that for that trip. And then uh, I remember the first time I ever took Katie. It was her first trip. And she'd never been to Disney before, and we stayed at All-Star Music. And we just had the best time. I mean, mm-hmm. we were just dating at the time and planning that trip. And, you know, the one thing, even though I grew up a Disney kid, I never was the one planning the trips. Of course, it was always you know, either a parent or a friend's parents or whoever we went with at the time planning the trips. And that was the first trip that I really sat down and planned on my own to take. And, you know, you're resp- I think it's the first time you realize you're responsible for everyone else's fun. Right. And it's kind of overwhelming at first. You're thinking, That's oh, my gosh. a lot of responsibility. I want to make sure this everyone's having a blast and getting the most mm-hmm. out of their money. And, uh, and so I wanted to make sure – and, of course, when you're dating, you want that anyways. But I, I wanted to make sure all the ADRs were perfect. All the fast passes were perfect. Everything mm-hmm. was good. Uh, but, yeah, man, that that was such an amazing time. And I think there's something really special about a first Disney trip because you really are about to enter this lifestyle that is addictive. And, and for expensive. Us, it's su- <laughs> yeah, well, 100%. But for us, it's super addictive. But it mm-hmm. leads to things like meeting amazing people sure. that have a like-minded uh, a way of thinking that they love Disney and they love that you know positivity in the world. Mm-hmm. So, look, I'm excited, man. I'm excited about talking about these first uh, experiences that everyone should have while at Walt Disney World. Mike, you know, when we're talking about it, dude, What's the if you're thinking the main thing if you're only gonna do one thing on your first trip, what are you doing? I have to say, and our Disney princess Rachel Spear hit the nail on the head, and that's a picture in front of the castle. I think no matter how many days you're going for, no matter where you're going, no matter what you're doing, a Magic Kingdom is the must-do park. Uh, if you're going down there for a short trip, a long trip, Magic Kingdom is the must-do park. You must go see. And getting a picture in front of that castle with the family, with yourself, whoever you're down there with, with your spouse, your significant other, whoever it is, that's the most important part of a trip. That's the absolute must. Uh, I don't think a trip goes by where I don't not have a picture in front of the castle or somehow, uh, no matter how many times I see it, no no matter how many times I walk down Main Street, we always got to get that family picture in. It's a rite of passage. Guys, how many many families are out there that have never been to Disney and they're like, oh, I saw your picture of you and Jason and... In front of the castle, and I mean, uh, that's the number one thing that you know. That's like I'm going to get that picture. You know, that's yeah. it. I mean, that is the picture. That there's no mistaking when you are in front of Cinderella's castle, where you are at anywhere in the world. That's it. Well, I mean, it's, you know what I mean. Within reason. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like getting your Disney hand stamped. Yeah. I mean, like that's that's your hand stamp saying mm-hmm. I was here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get pictures with Mickey, and you can get those at multiple places around the world. But that is the one picture to where you're saying. Here I am. I'm at my happy place. I'm at mm-hmm. my dream vacation destination at Walt Disney World, and I finally made it. Right. And 
look, Mike, you said it perfectly with how many experiences do you have at Walt Disney World or Disneyland or any of the Disney parks that you have to do every single time you go? Mm-hmm. That's one mm-hmm. of them. And that's why it easily becomes number one on the, you know. You know, you guys know as admins on our Facebook page, we have tons of requests of people coming to join the page. I would say a huge majority of the people, when they pop up and you want to approve them, their profile picture is in front of the castle. I mean, that this, you know, these are Disney people. This is our Disney group. Uh, we're all that like-minded Disney junkie. And I can tell you, the majority of the people in our group have some sort of Disney profile picture. And a lot of them happen to be in front of the castle. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and let's... Um for Epcot people, you need to get that picture in front of the, the golf ball. I mean, it has to Oh, happen. gosh. Oh. <laughs> no, you got to get that picture in front of Spaceship Earth. You know, but I can honestly say there's, there's really, um, other than those two iconic places, there, to me, like a must-have picture, I think everything else you can pass on. If you're only going to get two pictures, I think those are the two that you would go with. Oh, I agree 100%. Oh, you know? 100%. You know, unless we now let's let's take for if I was to do top three pictures, how about that picture with the man himself, Mickey Mouse? Oh, see, and that's that's a great one. Look, whenever you're talking about pictures and you're talking about first time trips, if you don't go to Walt Disney World for your first time and meet mm-hmm. the main man, Mickey Mouse, then you've missed out. Absolutely, you did. You absolutely you have to. did. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. let me ask you guys yeah, on your ahead. first trips. Did you make it a point to see the mouse himself? Absolutely, we did. And on our first trip, we actually had a, uh, ADR. We had a, a fast pass to say goodbye to Mickey right there at Main Street at the, um, what is that, the theater over there by Tony's? Yep, yep. And it was talking Mickey at the time. However, a very emotional goodbye because it was an incredible week. And remember, guys, it all started with a mouse. And here I am saying goodbye and thanking him. You know, and it's like, and, and I love that because then you get Mickey who kind of just grabs your hand and he comes in for that hug again when mm-hmm. you see him. Because you can just see the, I just enjoyed it so much that I'm like, thank you, Mickey, for putting this out there because it was an incredible week. So, yes, that, that was a definitely a must do. Let me give you huge props, too, because that's a tradition that you guys carry on, is it not? Is to say goodbye to Mickey every time. Absolutely, yep. I love that. I absolutely love that you carry that tradition to say, thank you for the week. I've had an amazing time, and this is how we're going to end our trip every single time. It's great. I mean, that's just, that's, Disney traditions like that are what makes those trips special. Uh, Mike, you guys make it a point, your first trip, to see the mouse? Yeah, we did uh, character meals, and that's kind of been one of my kind of tips and tricks, kind of a kind of a cheat i always make sure i get a character meal in to me character meals are important uh one a i like to eat and uh, we all have to eat sooner or later and you might as well get the little bonus of having a character meal mm-hmm. and our very first trip we did chef mickey's now whether you do it for breakfast whether you do it for lunch or whether you do it for dinner it's a fantastic time to meet the fab five uh i love going to chef mickey's my kids are getting older and they still you know giggle and have a good time when they're there and take selfies with Minnie mouse and have a good blast but uh but yeah definitely character is something that you want to get done and like i said i like to cheat and kind of get my characters and meet and greets done in one shot and do it all in a character meal well, no, Mike, know, I'm gonna, oh i'm sorry jason go i ahead. was gonna go say ahead. you know and it's like you know that was kind of a consensus with some of the people too like mckella you know she mentioned character meal and um kiss chris masterakis um, both mentioned character meals and, you know, you, you tie in that just like you did. You wanted to knock two birds out with one stone. You know, you got Scott Sobel who's like, well, you got to meet Mickey Mouse, you know, as well. You know, what a perfect way to just, just knock it all out. You get a good meal and you get the character meals. So that's a solid one, Mike. 
Mike, I want to ask you something because uh, you have met more celebrities than anyone I know personally. True. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've met a ton from A list to, <laughs> to to Z list. You've right. met them all. Uh, working with what you used to used to do, uh, working security and things. Do you get more nervous meeting a huge celebrity or when you get that perfect picture with Mickey? Perfect picture with Mickey because it's the family thing. You feel like you got, you're in the moment, and uh, I'm paying a lot more to get my picture with Mickey <laughs> than I was getting paid to watch over some of these A-list celebrities. So, yeah, uh, so yeah no, I, uh, I definitely – the Mickey's more nerve-wracking. Yeah, I've always wondered that. I've always like, you know what? I've seen pictures with him with these huge people that we see mm-hmm. on the on the fronts of magazines when you go to the grocery, and yet you turn around and you'll see him in front of Mickey, and I think, what's going through his head right now? Who's the bigger celebrity, that person or that yeah, person? Man. You know, the one thing about uh, about first trips to Disney is you know there's such amazing opportunities to not only see characters and not only get those great pictures, but also look. The reason you go to the parks are to ride attractions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to go to the parks. You want to ride these iconic attractions. Jason, you know, when we were talking about this episode, you made the fantastic point of Disney wraps their marketing campaign around a lot of these attractions. Mm-hmm. And I think if we went park to park, there's a bunch that you have to hit if you're on a first-time trip. Look, what if you're on a first-time trip, and let's say you do not ride the Seven Doors Mine Train. For whatever reason, you couldn't get a fast pass or you didn't want to wait the, you know, the 37 hours in the queue, okay? And you're on your Magical Express going home, and here's this video of this mine train playing for 20 minutes reminding you, you did not ride it. That to me is a fail on, you know, as personally, I'm like, oh, why didn't, are you kidding me? That was the whole reason we, you know, we looked, because the Internet Explorer came up with the mine train as the original ad on why we booked this. Just for that reason, I think Mine Train is absolutely a must that you have to ride because your kids have seen the commercial a thousand times. Isn't it funny that the way Disney rolls out their marketing that they would do Mine Train? Because I think there's other attractions that are more iconic Mm -hmm. in Magic Kingdom. But it's pretty, man. It's a very pretty But it's a very pretty. You know what? And you you hit the nail on the head because when I look at your picture with your your family, it's one of the best pictures I've seen, on-ride photos that I've seen. Uh, It really needs, I mean, if you don't have it framed in the house, it needs to be because it really is that good. But there really are other opportunities. And Mike, one of your favorite attractions of all time is something that you have to hit, I mean, for sure. Pirates, and uh, there's two times that I've been to Disney when I haven't been able to go on Pirates. One time it was closed for refurbishment, and another time it was, uh, oh, it was a very, very busy time, and Sammy wanted to go meet uh, one of the princesses. I don't remember who it was. So I took her off to go meet the princess, and it was like an hour and a half, two-hour wait, and Laura and her mom and her dad went to go on Pirates. And not going on that ride felt like a failed trip to me. And, yes. Uh, Pirates is definitely one of my absolute most cherished rides that I love to go on all the time. And uh, when I don't get to do it, it's pretty upsetting. Have you ever been down there for a refurb, Justin? Well, I mean, you're oh, close Oh, of course. Enough. We oh, went down yeah, there. I think course, on our second yeah. trip, we, uh, we went down there and it was down for a refurb. And that was a guaranteed where we were down there. I looked at my wife and said, you will book another trip as soon as we get home because I will come back down here and ride this ride. Yeah. So I booked number trip three based on the fact that Pirates was down for refurbishment, and I felt empty when I left. Let me tell you how bad it is Is when you go all the way to Disneyland 
and you get out there and oh, something you've been waiting for is under refurb. That's a bummer. And that's a that's the big bummer. And you go, oh my gosh, I've waited for this my whole life. Yeah. This has been my whole life. I've been waiting for this, um, which happened to us. But you know what? And talking about refurbs brings me to maybe one of the saddest funniest disney follies of all time and that is jason never riding splash mountain until recently (laughs) yeah hey listen is that not the perfect ride it is it's the greatest ride ever but for a long time you didn't have the opportunity no it was always down guys always it was like i had the the splash mountain virus it was just like uh bob um the other guards are coming down there for make sure you (laughs) shut down splash mountain we don't want him to paint yeah it's time to paint the tunnel What's <laughs> going on with this? It's down again. So yeah, well, I finally got to do it, and you know what? That's going to make the list. It's going to make the list. Have it has to, to do Splash Mountain. You know, Sarah Coyle. She's one of our admins. She rode me hard for years. Can't believe you rode it. Can't believe you haven't rode it. You know, when I finally rode it, and I was like, I messaged her and I says, "You were absolutely one hundred percent spot on. It was awesome. It's fantastic. It's my favorite Disney attraction." Um, you know, that's the thing is, I think that's the number one question I get from people when they're first going to the parks, especially Magic Kingdom is, what attraction is a must-do for our first trip? Because mm-hmm. when you talk about the other parks, look, there, there's not as many as MK, you know? Right. And when you're looking at MK, there's, I'd say, a list of maybe five or six that you definitely have to do. Yep. And we haven't really talked about one of the main ones. And if you haven't done it, then I think, and you leave them, you leave your Disney trip, then you've missed out, and that's Haunted Mansion. Absolutely. It's one of the greatest, most iconic attractions in Disney history. Uh, I, I absolutely love it. We'll do it multiple times a trip. And guys, I know you guys always hit it every every single trip, I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's such a good, you know, look, we'll have two or three shows this year about Haunted Mansion because it's yeah. that awesome of a ride. Yeah. I love it that much. Well, I think episode three or two yeah, or something like that a, was Haunted yeah, Mansion yeah, because it was, it was just, yeah. when we started the show, That was it's that iconic that mm-hmm. we want to start this whole process, this whole journey with, uh, with the Haunted Mansion. It's just, it's one of those that you get on and you realize that you're riding Disney history. Absolutely you are. And can I segue into Disney history and let's go ahead and talk about Mary Blair and her uh, her huge, huge ham, well, her huge handprint on Small World? <laughs> Is it no You were going to make her sound like she had just massive hands. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. woman, this poor woman. <laughs> was gonna- Baseball gloves for mitts. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say thumbprint, but you know, it was worthy of more than just the thumb. It was worthy of the whole hand. I love it. No, the it's small true. world is like absolutely, you know, and people want to hate on it, but you know, you got to understand the history behind the ride, yeah. the reason why the ride came to fruition, and who put the ride together. It's no longer a stupid ride. This is an iconic ride that is uh, just perfect when you come Listen. down to Disney folklore. When you look around the Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. and you're loving all these other attractions, they won't be there unless you have Small World. Yep. And if you haven't uh, done it, go back and listen to uh, Walking with Walt, and you'll find out a little bit about you know the history of why this attraction comes to be and stuff like that. So go back and listen to those shows. Um, Mike, let me, let me ask you. One thing I know that you love to do with your girls is probably another attraction that if you're going, you minute. have to do. Wait a minute. He's biting his lip because he wants us to avoid a question. When's the oh, last yeah, time you this? rode Small World, Mike? Oh, I ride it all the time. Do you? 
Oh, absolutely. Oh, that's one uh, of our must-do rides. Did you notice I, he had that look on he his did face? Have, he like, was like, his lip a please, bit. just no, like no, no. this is ignore me. Don't ask me. No, no, no. Okay. I, I go on. I actually have one of my most favorite pictures of Sammy. We were at a Halloween party one night. We were doing the, uh, and I think the park closed like two o'clock, two a.m. And it was like one thirty in the morning. And one of our last rides. It was our last night, last thing, last hurrah. And our last ride of the night was Small World. And Sammy literally fell asleep standing up in a Small World boat. And I had to carry her out of the Magic Kingdom back to the bus, back to the resort. And uh, I have one of my fondest memories of her uh, in a rain poncho, sleeping, standing up with her head on the front of the... the, the I got I to gotta dig that picture up because it's I an hysterical it. picture of her sleeping, standing up in a small world. Okay. Well, one of the things you love to ride with Sammy now is Space Mountain. And now she's grown and hopefully she doesn't rest her head and fall asleep on Space Mountain. No. <laughs> but, I mean, that's something that you guys make at a point every trip to do, right? Oh, absolutely. Yep. I, I, I'm not a huge fan of that ride. You know, kind of, you know, like I said, it's a herky jerky ride and it kind of knocks my feelings out. But my girls love it. And for the love of my daughters, I'll make sure I get it done. Now, let me ask you guys this. So here's the thing, man. It's so easy to plan your day at Magic Kingdom. It's so easy because there's so much to do. Planning your day as a first time Disney guest at the other parks, I think, is more daunting than MK. Because when you go to Magic Kingdom, you can go, oh, okay, I'm going to hit these three, and then after that, there's there's 18 other options for me to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and if I get some of them, then I'm happy. Whereas when you look at a uh, park like Epcot, this is when I think an episode like this really comes in handy because people are going, you know what, I only have I have limited fast pass opportunities. What am I going to do? And I want to get into, like, what are our picks? What would be your not-miss, something you have to do at, as a first-time Disney uh, uh, person going to Epcot? Spaceship Earth, guys. And I think I can speak for everybody here, I'm, I would think. Um, this is the probably... Man, you know what? Listen, the first time I rode this, I, you know, of course you don't know what you're getting yourself into. And I knew nothing about Epcot. I knew nothing about Disney. Man, I sat and stitched for the first time. They dropped that thing down. I started freaking out because I didn't know if it was going to start like spinning. And my son wasn't <laughs> fitting in, and I, th- I was like yelling for a cast member because I didn't know what was going to happen. You know, so I knew right. nothing. Man, what a fun! A it's so hard to explain. It, it's just it's it's one of those rides that just gets inside of your soul, mm-hmm. and it just ferments. You, you know what I mean? And it almost is like a siren, and it calls you. I don't know. Maybe I'm taking it to the next level. I don't know. Maybe there's maybe there's some diagnosis for that. But um, it, that's that's an absolute must every trip, and you have to do it on your first trip. You have to do that. Yeah, it's a it's a must do for us. And just a little tip that I've kind of done. We always make it our last ride on the way out at the end of the night. If, you know, if you start going in the park at the beginning of the day, rope drop, everybody comes in. Well, it's the first ride everybody sees, so everybody hops on it right away. So I tend to notice that the beginning of the day that tends to have the longest wait. So if you don't have a fast pass for it, wait till the end of the night. It's always our ride as we exit the park. Uh, it's a nice way to cap off the night. Uh, if it's a, sometimes you walk in and it's not busy at all, you know, depending upon what time of year it is, where it's a, you know, 10 or 15 minute wait, depending upon what time you get in. But we like to do it at the end of the night. And like you were saying, it's such an iconic ride. That ride has smells that you could smell that smell anywhere else in the world and you'll know, well, that's Rome burning or that's the, it just has that, that family relaxing familiarity of, 
just just having family time, you know, just having that nice, relaxing uh, enjoyment of a ride. Okay, so if if we're going to be real here, you get three fast passes. Those are tiered at Epcot, right? Right, mm-hmm. correct. You got one day there. Look, I'm going to tell you to fast pass Spaceship Earth because it's that iconic of a ride. Let's just say you're there for your first time, and it's one of those, and it just happens to be busy, and it's an hour and a half wait, every, you know, all day long. And you don't get an opportunity to ride it, or you don't want to wait in line. I mean, you're going to leave Epcot for the first time and go, I didn't have the opportunity to go inside, you know, Spaceship Earth. And it's going to be a loss. It'll be a fail, guys. It really will. I fast pass it every single trip. Uh, we do, too. We do. And here's well. why it, it, you hit it. it. Look, there's only there's limited opportunities for attractions. And you're looking at, with being tiered at Epcot, you know, you have Soren. Frozen and um, test track, um, test track as mm-hmm. your as your tier one, yep. and now you're looking at the other ones. Look, and I can see illuminations from anywhere around World Showcase. I would rather go and meet the characters, at the character spot, and then ride Spaceship Earth because it's that iconic. You know what I love about Spaceship Earth too is it gives you the opportunity to sit in a car with your kids and have a fun explanation of world history. Mm-hmm. Name another time that you're going to have that. Right. So where you can go, oh, you know what? When dad was little, the, the him building that computer in the garage, that was happening when I was little because we didn't have computers. You know, okay. things like that. Like that's, I think it's, it's, it's iconic and it's not even the fact of what the attraction is, it's where it is. The fact that you can say that I went inside and I'm going to say it and it's going to pain me inside the big golf ball. Um, but, but it's good. Uh, but if you're going to, uh, look, we, the episode's only so long. If you're going to give me one other attraction, guys, that you have to do if you're going to Epcot on a first time basis. What are you doing, guys? I'm gonna make. I'm gonna jump right in, Mike, before you steal mine because I know you're gonna steal it. Is uh, you're gonna laugh at me, living with the land. And and here's why it's a perfect family one. And I'll tell you what, the first time I rode that, the whole time I was riding that, and as soon as you come into that greenhouse effect, the first thing I thought of was exploration in space. Either you're on an inter- interstellar spaceship or you're a colony on Mars or you're a colony on the moon. That's how you're going to grow your vegetables and stuff. I mean, yeah. this was this was huge. So when I saw that, I thought it was so neat. To me, that was a must-do. And I know people are like, what? Are you crazy? But just hear me out. It's a perfect family ride. What if you got a two-year-old or a one-year-old? This is a great ride for them. I love it. Well. I, absolutely, I love that attraction. It's it's perfect. And only that, the thing I love about it, Epcot needs to stay educational. That's the mm-hmm. way it was. Right. It was always meant to be, and I like the fact that that does that. Mike, what's the one thing if you are saying to uh, to someone, "Hey, it's your first trip. Make sure to do this and this, but also make sure to do this." What's your choice? I, Jason read my mind. It was the land, and it's it funny was. I was just kidding. really that's awesome, absolutely yeah. it was, and it's Perfect. funny because Laura and I absolutely love that ride, awesome. and the kids hate it. They can't stand it. Oh, it's so boring, so boring. But I love it. We find it really interesting. As a matter of fact, I think in the next year or two, we're probably going to do the behind the scenes that's tour. Have you ever do done it. that yet? Yeah. I have. I did it with I the boys. No, yeah, I was, did. How was it? Was it good? It was. You know what? It was cheap. I think it was only like fifteen. I think it's bucks like fifteen bucks. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, do it, Mike. It's it's fun. Just don't do it with like my family because my son was raising his hand asking questions like every four seconds, and it was just like I'm like, stop, shh, shh be quiet. Nobody, look, I'll tell you <laughs> because you know everybody's just trying to get through the thing. But it's fun. You get to to feed the fish, and uh, I'll tell you what, the kids learned a lot, man. They really did. So do it, Mike. It's fun. It's- okay. Yeah. No, we Laura, Laura and I love that ride, and um, I think Laura loves it more than I do. But we really, really enjoy that ride a lot, and uh, that's definitely a must-do for us in Epcot. 
Awesome. Okay. Well, I'm going to be the. Um, I, I'm, no, I'm going to take the super easy route on this and say I'm going to go with Jason's mentality for Magic Kingdom. I'm going to bring it over to Epcot. The fact of marketing, the fact that everything you see on TV, on your emails, on your Facebook, on your Twitter, every everything you see is a ride through of Frozen. And I think that for your first time, you need to grab a fast pass for Frozen. You need to go and experience it because you're going to say, hey, I saw all these great experiences online, and now I need to go and, and see this there, especially if you have younger kids that like the movies. Guys, it's a good ride. I, you know what? It's she great. made me go on that. I didn't want to go on it, and it was there a year or two, and she's like, you're right. We fast passed it. You're going. It's a super cool queue. I mean, they pack you in. I mean, it, 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 man, I'll tell you what. When you get in that queue, it's like it just whines. And I never thought that this this queue, if it actually went outside, it would wrap around the world showcase three times. But, um, you know, we, we did fast pass. And even then it was just uh, like, you know, back and forth. Um, but it's air conditioned inside. It's kind of got that dark Norwegian Viking feel you, to it. You know, Arendelle. Arendelle. Yeah, the yeah. Arendelle feel. Um, it is uh, what a great ride, though, guys. It really is an entertaining ride and a must do, if especially if you don't ever plan on coming back to Disney. It's one of my favorite photo pass locations because on ride photo pass locations because no one knows that the picture's being taken. It's kind of like on Pirates too, where no one knows <laughs> it's being taken, so everyone just looks like they've either um smelled something they don't like or they've been asked a really hard math question they don't they they just have that look on their face like huh yeah. what you know what i mean and i always know it's coming so i have like this terrified look like ah! you know like i'm about to go like and uh so we always enjoy those those situations um epcot epcot's great epcot has so many opportunities mike going over to hollywood studios the one thing you're gonna say all right look you're talking to someone, your first trip there, and you're saying, do not miss what attraction? Midway Mania and Toy Story Land. Yeah? Yeah. I'm gonna, it's, it's a fun family ride. Uh, for us, we had the luxury of going with four of us, so there's always a competition. You know, who, which, which parent is going with which kid and who's going to get the higher score? So it's always competitive in our family. Uh, it's a fun family ride. And, you know, it can be different every time because you're getting different scores. But uh, that's one of our must-do rides when we're over in Hollywood Studios. It's an absolute perfect family ride. It's fun. It's um, it's a lot more competitive than in uh, Buzz Lightyear. And I'm not busting on Buzz too much because it's an abs- excellent ride. But um, this is more skill, not cheat sheets, not hacking. You know what I mean? You can't, yeah. It's more skill. So uh, you're right, Mike. It's a fun ride. And it really whips you around, too. You know, it, it just kind of makes it, you know, for, especially for the little kids, they're able to um, kind of get that little thrill in there as well. So I agree with you. And Justin, I are, you good, are you good at that ride? I think he's probably, I, I, I'm, he's probably I'm, the king. I'm one of the best oh, I, of I, all time. I, I ride. bet you are a I've, excellent listen, let me string puller, aren't you? I have <laughs> pulled more strings uh-huh. than anyone possibly on uh, Toy Story Midway Mania. You get a ton more practice than we got because you live closer. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. We'll see if this stays or not. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Well, it's because you live closer. All right, Mo- let me ask you this, though. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. So, yeah. so the one thing I want to ask is, oh, one, can I tell you how excited I am to not only take on but beat you guys in oh. all these competitions 
that we have coming up. Uh, you know, we're all down there together. In case you didn't hear it, that was a huge eye roll between me and Mike. Because we get to put, we get to actually put it on paper and say who's the best at this. Because the one thing about the three of us that maybe some of you don't know is, although we don't, we aren't close. We spend a ton of time together, and we're super competitive. <laughs> uh, yeah. And there's been multiple times that we've our our competitive natures have gotten the better of us, screaming at each other in the bathroom on Black Ops. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but hey, I want to take us to uh, if there's one other attraction because I, I think look. The one thing about Hollywood Studios is it's definitely under refurbishment, as we're going to say right now, with mm-hmm. everything that's being built. Um, if there's one other thing you're going to tell someone, don't miss it, is what, Jason? Probably the Tower of Terror. You know, if that yeah. if that's yeah. a thrill ride for you. You know, and even if it's not, um, it's it's not going to kill you. I mean, it's only a couple seconds of solid thrills. You know, it's not that bad, even though it gives me anxiety talking about it right now. But it's a great photo. It's a great ta- centerpiece. It's a great talking piece. And, um, you know, for, for some of you, it's an absolute – I love it. For the rest of you, you have to do it at least once. Agreed. Yeah, 100%. That leaves us with one park uh, to go to, to to recommend to people who are their first trip to Disney. Mike, take me over to Animal Kingdom. Tell me all about everything you should do there if you're a first-time guest. Uh, one of our first rides we ever did there, and it's definitely a non-miss for us. We have to get it every time. It's always a fast pass. Uh, different times of the day, you can get a different experience. It's always different. It's a long ride. It's one of Disney's largest rides, and that would be the Safari. Disney's perfect ride. I absolutely love it. It's a must-do. Do not miss it. It. it I agree with you, actually, Jason, 100%. I think it is Disney's perfect ride and it took more planning mm-hmm. more time more money than any attraction they've ever built and i think it's absolutely perfect i think it trans look the 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 whole goal of a disney attraction is to transport you from reality mm-hmm. to somewhere new yeah this attraction does that better than any other attraction you go on by well, far well and thing and the thing is too is this isn't some some local carnival with a bunch of animals these are all college educated in their fields handlers of these animals i mean this is a this is an area in the world where people from like prestigious uh scientists will will do case studies and stuff with disney because disney has this perfect model of how these animals interact and and how they live i mean this is the real deal here guys there's no other place on earth that to my knowledge, that spends as much time and money, you know, making this that perfect for guests to get in there and see, especially on those numbers. Well, and the whole thing, too, is like that that attraction is I'm going to say 99 percent of the people who ride that aren't going to have the opportunity to fly to Africa. Right. To go on a safari. Yeah. Where now they are transported to where they're going to see these animals up close. Mm hmm. Like you're on a safari. I mean, it, it really is amazing. And look, uh, I highly recommend. I know Jason's done it. Is do if you have a chance and you have the extra money, do the um, uh, the tour. Yeah, yep. the trek, the wild, the trek, the wild Africa trek. Mm-hmm. Uh, really cool. You get really up close with all those animals. But there's there's other attractions at Animal Kingdom that I know transport you places that you want to be a part of on your first on your first trip. Flight of passage is definitely worth getting up at that sixty day mark to get your. Uh, uh, your fast pass for that is the must do ride 
it is one of my new favorite rides that completely transports you to a place you've never been before. I'm not a fan of the movie. I I watched the uh, Avatar movies. Not a fan. Well, the Avatar movie. I have I've watched it. Haven't liked it. But it's an amazing, amazing ride. Guys, the first time I rode that, I I told my brother-in-law, "Let's not talk right now. I need to take this in. I really enjoyed it that much." So I, I definitely think that is the that is definitely a fast pass that you need to get. No, no, I no, I like it. Um, it's probably Rise first. <clears throat> I'm gonna say VR, even though it's not really VR. How, how would you explain that, Jason? Like 3D yeah, kind of interaction. Kind of a to where Star Tours like, kind of. Thing. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's, it's even it's... more interactive than that. You know what I mean? Yeah. To where she's gotten to where, like, the, you know... It's almost IMAX, like IMAX immersion. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, it's just all, like, smells, sounds, feel, you know, all, all of it's right there to where you're transported into that into that that movie. It's it's really amazing. Um, you know, when I first time I rode that, Justin, yeah. is um, when I rode that, and then, I, and then when I was home a couple weeks, I saw a picture of somebody that turned the camera and took a picture of all the people that are stacked up in there. It's ton. It's three stories. I was like, what kind of a Photoshop nonsense is this? The first time I wrote it, I really had this illusion. I was the only one with the screen in front of me. It was, you know, because I was, I didn't take my eyes off the screen. I did not even look around. The second time I did, because I was looking at my son to make sure he was okay. But what an incredible ride. And I cut you off because it really wasn't that important. That's okay. But I I wanted to share that experience with you. It's good. (laughs) It's always easy. Look, it's easy to cut me off because I talk too much anyways. (laughs) You you have multiple opportunities to cut me off. All kinds of awesome attractions that you have to do on your first trip. Before we go any further in the show, let's pause and get a word from our sponsors. Just because summer's coming to an end doesn't mean it's not time to travel. Make sure to get a hold of us at Away With Me Travel. Jamie and I are here to take care of all of your travel needs. Contact us at DisneyDads at AwayWithMeTravel.com to get all the information about the inaugural Disney Dads Podcast Cruise, sailing July the 17th, 2019, with a double dip at Castaway Key. We can't wait to see you on board. And remember, keep on traveling. One of the things that for that I believe that's a must-do for people on their first trip, and I can't agree with you more than our good friend Roxanne Roscoe, and that is doing the parades and doing the fireworks and taking in all of those events. Uh, those are certain things that I have those special moments with the family, standing on the side of Main Street, either looking at the castle and watching the fireworks go off or watching the parade go by, and uh, I love those. Uh, I'm not a particularly big parade person. We have a lot of them here in New York City. You know, we have the Macy's Parade. We have the uh, all sorts of parades that happen all year long, all summer long. But just something about a Disney parade always gets me going. And I love going to them. I love seeing the fireworks shows. There's a lot of things that go on show-wise that I think it's a must-do for people on their first Disney trip. You're 100% correct. There are multiple shows depending on what park you're in that you have to see i think we started magic kingdom because look that's the park even when people go and they go for a short period of time that's the park they typically go to um i would say that uh with magic kingdom look happily ever after is a must see it's it's fantastic man i was a little bit bitter when when, um wishes went away because that's all we knew that's all i knew but uh, Disney did us right with Happily Ever After. And, um, and that's one thing that Rachel and I will tell somebody. If you're at Magic Kingdom on that night, you need to watch Happily Ever After. Mike, what's the show at Magic Kingdom you say is a must-do? Or do you say or do you say there's not one and you go to a different park? Because actually, you know what? I think MK has less shows than the other parks do. 
I, one of our favorite shows to do as a family. I know it's going to sound funny, and it's not one of the best shows, but it's just it's one of it's a memory for us. That's the Indiana Jones stunt show over in Hollywood Studios. Oh I yeah, know, yeah. It's just one of those things that we've seen it a million times. I think the kids. I think being because both my girls were gymnasts, and a lot of these stunts and the the people flipping around and kind of doing the jumps and the stunts kind of gets their interest. Uh, I think that's one of our favorite shows. I mean, there's a lot of other better shows out there. Uh, I was a big fan of the stunt show. I know it's not there anymore. I used to enjoy that. Me being a car guy, I kind of really enjoyed that. But uh, there's definitely a lot of good shows out there. I know my wife is a big fan of the Beauty and the Beast show, Mm -hmm. and she drags me to it every time we're over in Hollywood Studios. Uh, Hollywood Studios is very good for a lot of shows. But, but yeah, those are some of my favorite. Little Mermaid, right? (laughs) State of the art. Lasers? 80s lasers, man. Let's rock it out. Art. Uh, I Beauty and the Beast. She tries to drag me into that, and I have not seen that yet. Oh, it's so. good. It's good. It's a, yeah. It's a good little thirty-minute stage show. Um, you know, not so much there. Animal Kingdom, I think, has the best stage shows for me. Uh, if I'm going to go over to to Animal Kingdom and uh, Finding Nemo and The Lion King, Finding Nemo, I am a blubbering mess every time I watch it. It's a great show, man. They do a good job with that. As a parent. It's just, it's one of those that it gets me every single now, time. Now, if you were to pick between Lion King and Nemo, which one would it be? Nemo. Really? For I would me. pick Lion really? King. Yeah. I would pick yeah. Lion, King. Lion King. I am Lion a Lion King, King, King junkie. They, I love, man, they have so much talent. It is, uh, now listen, they're both must-sees, but if you only got to pick one, I, that's where it's going to, you're going to have to flip a coin, because you're going to have all yeah. kinds of difference of opinions. We should do a poll on our Facebook group on who likes better the uh, Lion King or Nemo, if you had to do a you show. Know, you know what? I'll put that up tonight. Even though we this episode won't drop for a while, I'll go ahead and put this up, put it up, and see what people think. Okay. Because yeah. that'll be interesting. Because you know what? For me, I really like the Lion King show. I like the the energy. I like the like the gymnastics aspect of it and all that. But I think it's the emotional attachment yeah. of the of the Nemo show that just gets me. It's a great show, man. It's, a, it's an awesome show. Really, really gets me. Uh, Epcot shows. Um, Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Nope, mm-hmm. nope. But I am going to go back to uh, the Lion King, yeah, um, because that's going to segue right into um, dining. As far as uh, right next to that is the Tusker House, and if you're going to be at Animal Kingdom, man, I love the Tusker House. It's a great buffet. I think one of the best character meet and greets in mm-hmm. Walt Disney World by far, because you get the characters you get, and not only that, but you get unique food. So when you're looking at one of the main things you have to do as a first-time Disney guest is dining, of course. And, yeah, Tusker House is a great opportunity at Animal Kingdom to uh, to go there, not only have great food, but also have those character meet and greets. Absolutely. Um, what about as far as um, dining? Let's let's run over to Magic Kingdom here. I want to burn through some dining because there are – and this, this to me is going to be the most challenging because there are so many incredible restaurants. How do you tell – I, I want you guys to put aside the character meals, okay? I just want you to look at dining mm-hmm. as a as a whole. Quick service or sit down, okay? Okay. What Actually, let's break that up. Let's do a – what is your number one quick service that you would have to hit at Magic Kingdom? Pico Spell. I'm going to agree with you. How about you, Justin? Cosmic Rays. Really? Yep. Wow. Why do you say that? Uh, because – we like the entertainment aspect of it, and also we like the chicken nuggets over okay. there, like the chicken over there. Mm-hmm. Um, now, look, 
I would have chosen Pico Spill as number one, but I'm saying Cosmic Ray just because you two say, said that. But I'm giving <laughs> another option, okay? Uh, our second option would be Cosmic Rays because you get you get to go watch uh, Sunny Eclipse, mm-hmm. and you get a little bit of fun there with an audio animatronic. It's you know, a good time and uh, decent food. That's you know, a solid uh, stick-to-the-ribs burger, too, man. I mean, yeah, that's, tell you that's what, good that'll make you That'll make you full for a yeah, while. Absolutely sure. will. Yep. And it's, yeah. it's good. It's not very expensive. I mean, it was more bang. It's no, it definitely no, no, bang no. for I the think, buck. I think, it's, I think it's like 12 bucks for yeah. the burger, fries, and you get a drink. <laughs> Talking um, Disney prices, that's... You know what? Uh, like, I stop out and eat quite more than I should. It's getting expensive just to eat at McDonald's. Oh, you go there at seven, eight, nine dollars. Sure. So it's like yep. we talk twelve, fifteen dollars for Disney food. I'm like, I'm in. I mean, that's yep. that's really nothing. I just like the aspect that it gives you the entertainment too. Like if you get a table down, you can sit there and you, your kid can watch, you know, a yeah. cl- really classic, great audio animatronic that's been there for a long time. Sure. Uh, perform the hits. Yeah. Uh, I love it. I, well, I, th- I think it's. Uh, what about a, the dining, sit down dining? What would you say would be a must if someone was to choose that path at Magic Kingdom? What would you pick? Crystal Palace. Okay. All right. Yeah, because Magic Kingdom's kind of limited on um, sit-down meals. One cre- I'll say one credit. Yeah, well, you know what? It's it's a character meet-and-greet. You have some great characters. You have Winnie the Pooh and Friends. And, um, you know, it's it's buffet food. So you get what you want, and uh, you get as much of it as you want. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a good, that's a solid choice to go as a first-time person. Okay. All right. Tony's. Shh, really? No, I'm kidding. No, I'm Stop. kidding. Stop. Didn't you eat there last time? <laughs> I did, and I still can't recommend it to people. I, I think on the last episode we talked about it. It's just, well, it's you didn't mention there. the name, though. Yeah, yeah, Tony's. It's it's not the food. The food's quality is not quite Do there. Did you notice yet. he um, tried to be an Italian there? He goes like, he lifts his head and he goes, Tony's. Tony's. <laughs> Tony's. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go off the wall. I'm going to say Skipper Canteen. I really liked it. <sighs> Dude, that's too much. I really enjoyed then. it. Is that a joke, too? We no, it's not. It? No, because I like the faux there. The faux was really good. I okay. really enjoyed it. Right. No, if I my first experience was horrible, I would recommend. I will try doing it again. Ugh, I don't know. Maybe on a solo trip. It was good. All right, I'm gonna take your word for it. Katie didn't like it. I liked it. But okay. whatever. Okay. Teaches so I'm. Um. What about outside of Magic Kingdom? Jason, if I'm gonna give you one quick service meal outside the parks, man, you, dude, so hard. I'm going Wolfgang Puck Express at uh, Disney Springs. It's Perfect. the best. <laughs> it's good. the best quick service restaurant on Disney property. The ravioli is phenomenal. Oh my good. gosh! So good. I'm telling you right now, if you're a first time Disney guest, head to Disney Springs, especially if the dining plan. Go there, and you are going to get more for your money there than you will anywhere else on Disney property. It's fun. It's a fun place. It really is. How about you, Mike? I'm gonna say. Leave Magic Kingdom, hop on the boat, go to Wilderness Lodge, and go to Geyser Point. Have your quick serve meal as your dinner for that night. And stick around and watch the fireworks from the area from and watch the water pageant parade. That would be my spot if I was doing a quick serve outside of the parks. Okay. The no. turkey sandwich there is so good. Okay. All right. Fantastic. Um, and I'm going to put you guys one more. I wanted to hear your table service outside the parks because, you know, some people aren't going in the parks for the day, but they're still on the dining plan. They're staying the night. So where am I going to eat for uh, um, a sit down? One or two signature. That's fine. But just just where are you going to eat? Do you, need me to, do you need me to answer? Okay, because I'm, lead, I'm leading you into that. And there's a reason why. <laughs> are you both are, are you both in agreement on California Girl? No, 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 no. I have okay. a different one. I'm going to say hop on the monorail as well and head over to Ohana. 
Oh, oh, that's a good oh, one. Oh, good choice. Ohana. Yeah. You know what? Ohana, for a first-time trip, that is a must-do. That is a great – the family, gets, it's interactive. It's a great – you know, it's a great meal. It's the Polynesian. It's a great resort. It's a Don't fantastic meal. Don't eat all the meal. bread. I'm telling you, regret it when the steak and shrimp comes around. Yep. You'll regret it. I would it. say definitely go to Ohana. Hey, listen, okay, I want to talk about California Girl because I knew you were going to do that. Listen, we had that booked for this month. Yep. The, the menu wasn't very appealing. Now really? I'm going to ask you: How does that change? Is that a seasonal? it changes all the time? It's constantly changing. They only use fresh ingredients that they grow locally, so they it changes all the time. Okay, because I ended up canceling it. Oh, you uh, messed up then. <laughs> because it really you, like my wife and I looked at it, and I'm like, you know, I would rather you, just you, go eat this. You messed there. up then because it really is. I'm look, listen. There's a, there's only a few things that I'm going to put my the Justin stamp of approval on yep. with Disney, and that is my number one. Justin oh, stamp of approval. Huh? Okay, I mean, yep. maybe that'd be one of those I'll, I'll, I'll Mike, will you back me back up on this? There. Yeah, as a matter of fact, we were just talking about you the other day because we were at, uh, we had a Christmas Eve dinner. We went to a restaurant, and yeah. Sammy ordered the filet mignon, and she says, it's good, but it's not as good as the one I had in California Grill. Oh, okay, listen, said, listen. Justin would be proud. I, I'm looking on a price point. <laughs> And I know I'm the one guy here trying to be cheap about it, and usually I'm not. But like the the New York strip I got at the Sci-Fi was perfect. So yeah, but here's the thing, man. It's it's the fact that you're sitting up on top and you're looking over, and you know, of course, you're paying those Disney prices, but you're you're looking over the Magic Kingdom, and it's not just that; it's the sides, and it's just the fact that it's an open air kitchen, so you're looking in, watching them prepare everything. Mm-hmm. It really is amazing. Okay. Well, someday. Someday maybe someone will take me out and, and, and buy me dinner. But until then, I'm going to go ahead and say Ohana would have been mine, guys, to be honest with you. Ohana's so, a good one. Because Ohana is such a fun, great restaurant. Uh, listen, I guess we got to move this on because the show's getting kind of thick here. Um, if we're going to run over to Epcot, what is your one sit-down that you have to do? Mike, I want to try to guess yours, but Justin, go ahead and go first. Ooh, one sit down I have to do, and I'm gonna throw one out there that most people are not going to agree with, and that's Teppanito because that's the one we go Tepe, to the yeah. most. I knew that was your go to, but are you telling me that I have to do that on my first trip? Okay, let me let me rephrase. Uh, if I'm gonna give you a, f- yeah, you know what I am because okay. I do it more than any other one, and I enjoy it. And I think there's something special. It's different than going to a Japanese steakhouse in your hometown mm-hmm. to where you sit down with people and you instantly don't have anything in common. Yep. When you sit down at Disney, you have your Disney day in common, and so starting conversations easier. So you can say, "Hey, what'd you ride? Hey, how were you? You know, how was your day? Things like that." Mm-hmm. So although it's a it's a table style communion style food, uh, I think that that's just a little more fun because everyone's in that joyous, having fun uh, atmosphere. I Teppanito for me is a must, not miss. I love it. Okay, I've yet to eat, eat in there. I've yet to do easy that. reservation to get to. That's yeah. one of those you can get yeah. kind of last second. Okay, how about you, Mike? I was going to guess Garden Grill for yourself. That is Garden okay. Grill is our choice. Yep. Yep. Um, I, I know we were like we're going to kind of stay away from character meals because we talked about them, but that is a perfect dinner. I really enjoy the Garden Grill's me- menu. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a home style restaurant. To me, it is a absolute must do on your first trip. Um, I'm going to go ahead and break ranks here, and I'm going to say uh, Beer Garden. Oh, great one. Um, another, is, another great family style. It is a great family style. You sit down with people that um, – no, it's buffet. Oh, yeah, but I'm saying like you're sitting with Yeah, you're sitting yeah. with strangers, and it's great. And, you know, people generally sit down like, hey, how you doing? We're, you know, because they know that's what this is. You know, this is a great way to, to meet people. Um, Garden Grill is absolutely my favorite. 
Um, but beer garden would be a close second. So if I was going to have to do two meals, those would be my two that I would pick. And the inside is just great. The whole layout inside there, the architecture, the you're inside the uh, Oktoberfest in the, under a full moon. It's perfect. Well, Garden Grill is the first time Riley ever tastes beer. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> With Mickey. And she was like uh, 16 months at the time. As, <laughs> as we're trying to get ready for Mickey coming around and we're tra- getting ready to get the cameras. And all of a sudden, Mickey walks to the table and Riley's chugging a beer. And we're like, awesome, we're those Disney parents. This <laughs> there's is nothing great. wrong with um, that. There's, there's a lot of vitamins yep. in that. It's a lot of B vitamins. Yep, she's so doing good great. that night. <laughs> she did. <laughs> yes, okay, she let's did. run over to, um, you know, I, I kind of want to glaze over Hollywood because I, you know, the one, maybe one sit down that you guys are going to talk about, I had an, an, not such a good experience. Um, sure. But uh, you know, go ahead and just give me give me one of your quick services that you would you would have to do because people are going to go to Hollywood Studios. So where am I going to eat for a quick service while I'm there? I always go to Backlot Express. I think okay. it's a hidden gem. I think that it's not as crowded. Uh, it's the food there's pretty good. There's a lot of seating, and that's kind of off the beaten path. I've been to ABC Commissary quite a few times, and it gets very crowded very quickly. Uh, quite a few quick serves in Hollywood Studios are outside. Like when you go to, over to uh, Toy Story Land, the new Toy Story Land area is pretty much outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very popular area. Tables are hard to come by. But uh, Backlot Express tends to be one of our favorite places to go eat for a quick serve over in Hollywood Studios. I'm going to go with Pizza Rizzo just because uh, if I don't throw a pizza place on here, my wife's going to leave me. So um, we typically go there, get some pizza, get a nice salad, and uh, that's our quick service at uh, Hollywood Studios. Okay, guys, and uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and break rates again. I'm going to say ABC Commissary. Uh, Mike, I know you mentioned that. Um, I thought it was a great meal for a cheap price. It's air-conditioned, unlike the Backlot Express, which is not, correct? No, it's it's in, it's indoors. It's air, it was pretty cool in there. Is it okay? I, I ate there. Um, I ate there back when uh, the backlot tour was still going on. Actually, is that the oh, backstage tour? Is that what it was called? The backstage tour. Anyways, um, which was great, and I absolutely love that too. I was kind of disheartened they took that away. Um, I'm gonna move on. Let's uh, give me give me one sit down because I'm gonna spend the whole day with my family. I got one day at Hollywood Studios. Where am I gonna eat for a sit down meal? At Hollywood Studios, I am going to our very favorite place, which we did on a lot of trips, and that would be the Fifties Primetime Cafe. But that's 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 one. I tell you, that's one of those uh, restaurants that the cast member actually makes the meal. The meal is good, but you could have a fantastic experience, or you could have a eh, so-so experience. Yeah, but man, that milkshake, that that peanut butter and jelly milkshake is that's too stylish. That thing's that thing's that thing's crazy. It's insane. No, How about you? Are you gonna brown derby it on me, dude? Nope, I'm gonna go sci-fi driving the oh. or, or sci-fi dine uh, dining theater there. Um, for me, look, yeah, I love brown derby, but I think for the first first time Disney family brown derby's a skip. You mm-hmm. don't do it then. You do it, you wait and you go to sci-fi because the not only the atmosphere but the food is fantastic. Something about sitting in a, a 50s car and watching those old uh, movies come across is just so much fun. And that's 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 going to create a memory that will last a lifetime, whereas Brown Derby's not going to. So Correct. I'm going to go sci-fi. Both guys, both are equally amazing. That's always a, a, an argument in my house. Do we eat at sci-fi or 50s? Um, usually the wife throws sci-fi in her because she's got three boys. And But 50s is an incredible restaurant. Very good food all the way around. You will leave full. Um, I love those both. Give me a quick service at Animal Kingdom because there are some good ones. Really? I, I, that's my least favorite place for quick serves. I'm, 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 come on, man. I'm just I'm trying here. I'm trying. Because <laughs> I don't ever hardly eat there at all. So. Well, I'll tell you, the one place that we do eat for uh, quick serves at Animal Kingdom would be Yak and Yeti. 
the Yak and Yeti, I actually like the Yak and Yeti quick serve better than I like the Yak and Yeti sit down. Okay. Yeah, you know, people say that. Not, we don't eat Yak and Yeti because Katie doesn't like the type of food. Hmm? Uh, but I've heard the quick service is better than sit down. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, obviously being here in New York, we have a lot of fantastic, amazing Chinese food and that type of Asian cuisine. Uh, the quick serve at Animal Kingdom for the Yak and Yeti blows away the sit-down meal at the uh, Yak and Yeti at Animal Kingdom. Nice. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Flame Tree Barbecue, and that's where you're gonna get your uh, half ribs, half chicken. Yeah. And you're gonna get. Um, that, look, that's one of the best quick serve. To be honest, uh, Animal Kingdom does not scream food whenever I am looking at a first time Disney trip. If mm-hmm. you're looking at it and you're going, "Ooh, I'm going for the food," then you're gonna want to skip AK. Uh, for me though, Flame Tree Barbecue is fantastic. You go and you get a great uh, ribs, chicken, you know, all all that great stuff uh, coming at you. For a great price. I mean, you're talking like certain like fourteen ninety nine. And if you're on the meal plan, it's a it's quick it's, service it. credit. It's a quick service. I mean, you're getting meal. a half that's a rack it. of ribs, guys. Come on. Um, yep. I, for sit down meals, guys, I, I you know I'm just gonna stick with the Tusker House. I, I but um, look, I, I know a lot of people are gonna be live like you know uh, Tiffins, 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 and guys, I think Tiffins is overrated, and that's me personally. Let me step in here because I'm going to go and tell you. We are doing this episode. The one thing we don't do on the Disney Dads is lie to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as a first-time Disney guest, don't. you need to, if you want a sit-down service meal, get on the bus, head back to your resort, and then find something outside the park. Because for me, outside of doing a character dining, the sit-down service meals at Animal Kingdom is not where it needs to be. No, and for that price, that was I think that was a three hundred and fifty dollar meal for my family at Tiffins yeah, that night. Yeah, me too. Yep. yep and uh, that yep. service was par, and uh, the food was par. And let me tell yep. you what, I would have rather have gone to Chef Mickey's and had the buff and a killer buffet. You could have gone to anywhere on the Monorail Loop or anywhere at Disney yep. Springs and had an amazing meal for half that price. Yeah, listen to me, three hundred and fifty dollars for me to walk away and go really, and for yep. my wife to go, guess we won't be eating there again. Mike, have you eaten at Tiffins? I have not. That hasn't been one of the places that I've eaten yet. Or so. saving you now. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, you know, I, I've heard that, but, you know. It, it, Some yeah. people love it, you know, and it's like, well, whatever, you know, teach their own. That's fine, but I'm going to tell you what my experience and my, my, my food is. My whole man. thing is I've eaten there five different times. Mm-hmm. So I've given it a lot of chances. Yep. And for me, it's just not, it's it's not, like, here's the thing. I always, I always um, compare dining to other dining. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to spend that, where can I go other places exactly. and have that same experience? Yep. So can I, if I'm going to spend it there, I can go to California Grill, spend the same price, and, and what can I get? Mm-hmm. It's not on the, on the same level. So look, first first time Disney guests, uh, plan your Animal Kingdom day for earlier in the day, and then plan a, a nice dining at Disney Springs Perfect. to go over and one of the great places and do a little shopping, one of the great places you can go and you can eat over at Disney Springs. Yep. So we're going to go ahead, and I'm going to give you guys a trivia question, and I'm going to make it easy for everybody. All right, now I'm going to make this so easy that every single person gets this, including you, Mike. Okay? In the animated feature Dumbo, how many toes does the mouse have on episode three? Do you know the answer, Mike? Um, No. Good, because I made that question up. In the animated feature Dumbo, how do the other elephants first discover Dumbo's large ears? And you can text your answers to 317-WDW-DADS. That's 
3237. And while you're doing that, make sure to head over to www.disneydadspodcast.com. Check out all of our shows. You can also find the links to uh, all of our social media, not only Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and also our personal emails and the show email. So if you want to get a hold of us, maybe give us a show idea or something you'd like to hear us talk about on a show coming up, make sure to email us there at disneydadspodcast at gmail.com. So talking about first-time Disney experiences, one thing that we mentioned earlier in the episode was the need to take the perfect picture. And that leads us to my favorite thing, and that would be Pictures of the Week. Pics of the Week. Pics of the Week. It's time for us to get our Pics of the Week. Yeah, yeah. who's going first today, Mike? Well... Hey, listen, before we get going, though, I got a I gotta comment. Dude, your girls are adorable in that picture in front of Mike, or in front of Mickey. Oh, yeah, that was a great They picture. are just absolutely gorgeous. Yep, they sure are. So, Jason, I'll let you go this week for the first week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, listen, I'm going to go ahead and give uh, Matthew Schultz some love. Um, his first day in the parks as a pass holder. Do you guys remember your first day walking in the parks as pass holders? Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, yeah, because Katie and I. That was the first time we ever got passes with Katie and I. It was, uh, yeah, it was, um, it was a feeling, you know, especially living way up here in the north next to Canada. It's, um, it was like, yeah, I'm an AP here, yeah. So, uh, and it gives us a reason to go back down there. So, congratulations on that. Love it, absolutely love it. Justin, your picture of the week. Yeah, I'm gonna go Christy Miller frame. Uh, friends of ours that uh, surprised their kids on Christmas morning with a trip to Disney the next day. And so took them down, and they're at Disney right now. So I hope they're having a fantastic time, fantastic trip. And we got to go to the uh, Halloween party with them, actually. And we had a, just an absolute blast. What a great family uh, that loves Disney, loves everything Disney, and just they're fantastic people. That was awesome. I love it. How, how about how about the Christmas pajamas? How cool are them? Everybody kind of yeah. had their own little thing going. I love that. It was a great, great, great video. Loved it. And their son, their son too, is my little ride buddy. So he, 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 we rode Tower Terror. We, we, like, we are, uh, um, we rode all these rides together. We had a blast. It was so much fun. Nice, beautiful. Yeah, tough week to pick, guys. I mean, so many good, you know, Disney trip reveals and so many great, you know, Christmas pictures. But one of my favorite pictures was Dan Rossi and Jen Rossi at the France Pavilion. Just last year, they were posting that picture with Santa Claus from just a year ago. Uh, that, to me, was my picture of the week. Yep. Um, let's go ahead and give some honorable mentions. Um, uh, great Christmas pictures. I love it. Uh, did you see Ashley Cook? She's out in the front yard there with the um, the big old Christmas uh, Mickey. Yep. Trina Dupree with uh, her little Sophia yeah. ready for Christmas, all dressed up in her mini outfit. Got her little mini toy. Got the little Mickey Mouse toy. Great picture. Yeah, it was uh, really a good week. I, I mean, I almost it. Anyways, all right, all right. And Scott Zobel gonna go ahead and throw some pancakes down for us next time he sees us. How cool is that? Yeah, I'm coming over for breakfast. <laughs> right. I, I never get breakfast made for me. Oh, oh you need to fix that. Uh, Chris Masarakis, beautiful family, brother. Beautiful family. Awesome pictures. And one more, Jessica Pomerlu. Pomer, I'm going to say it right, Pomerlu, because it just rolls off the tongue better like that. Um, great, great, great family vacation. Great pictures. Thank you for sharing your family. Well, guys, I had a fantastic time talking about, you know, some of your must-dos for your first Disney trip. Uh, you know, one thing that I do want to say, though, is as much as you do all the planning— it's still a family vacation. Just go with it. Spend time with your family. Spend time with your, you know, your significant others, your husbands, your wives. Uh, just take in the moment. Enjoy. You know, don't get too disappointed if 
if your plans didn't go 100% as you you know wanted it to be, you're still on vacation, you're still away from work, you're still away in the Disney bubble. Enjoy yourselves, have a good time, let loose, and have fun. I agree 100% with everything you said, Mike. And I, I do want to throw one out here. Cheryl, Cheryl mentioned, um, and she was like, I'm going to be devil's advocate. But it was she was very adamant about make sure you take the slow time, you know, slow down. And I think every person on their first Disney trip is wired on level 10 and it's go, 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 sun up, sun down. And I think that is probably one of the most important things that you need to do is just take that time to slow down and enjoy your time with the family because that time is going to go by so fast. So that was really a great call and one that we didn't touch on at all. So, guys, I had a great week and um, thank you for showing up. Yeah, no, I tell you what, I uh, I want to say this to to you guys and to all of our Disney family. Happy New Year! We are now in 2019, and it's a whole new year to where you have this whole year laid out in front of you. And no matter how the last year went, now this new path is out in front of you. You can make uh, of that what you want with it, and uh, new dreams, new uh, new new hopes and and all that coming to you so i want to thank you guys again for everything you guys do and look this is a great opportunity for if you haven't done it plan your first trip go to disney go have fun because it's not just disney it's not just the attractions the dining the character meet and greets the most important thing about your first trip to disney is the experiences you have with the people you love so take those and you you keep them them back there, and you have those pictures, and those are things that will last forever. And guys, I want to thank you all so much because our first trips to Disney were so special to us, and now we get to share our Disney family's first trips with them. Uh, and I have a blast. Thanks a lot, guys, for coming out tonight. I had a blast. Good night, buddy. Happy New Year. Good night, guys. Happy New Year. From Mike, Justin, and myself. We want to say thank you, and remember, always keep it Disney. And they all live happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us, and when we're brave enough to listen, and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the world That's a wrap. And that's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he did. He went down that way. This has been YDF Media Productions. You know, one of my things that are a must-do, I have to agree with our good friend Roxanne Roscoe, and that's parades. Parades, shows, fireworks, those are must-dos. You know, here in New York, you don't get, I mean, you don't get the kind of fireworks show. You, you do have them, but, hold on, let me start that over again. New Year's Eve? Yeah, yeah, I mean, because that, that makes no sense. What's Macy's, we have Macy's tons of Day Parade. Parades and fireworks. You literally have the biggest <laughs> yes, that's, that's parades probably not, and fireworks displays in the, in the world. Better than Disney. All right, there's our, the, there's our drop for the end of the episode yeah. right there. Thanks, guys, for oh, listening. Have I'll a good start night. start that over again. <laughs>
Picture of the week. Well, that was last week's picture of the week. Yeah, it was last week's picture of the week. Was it? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I commented on that, how she, that was so nice of her to say that her husband. Hold on. I was like, what's he doing? <laughs> Dude, in fact, you picked that for your pick of the week last week. Did I? Well, it's <laughs> yeah. an important pick. Yes. Hold on, hold on, hold That's on. That's right. I love it. Hi, this is Jason, co-owner of YDF Media Productions, editor and producer of the Disney Dads podcast, and co-host with two incredible guys. In fact, they're probably two of the most incredible guys I've ever met in my life, Mike and Justin. I do want to take a second, take pause right now, and say one thing to you guys. You know, there's a lot of people that um, 2018 was, was gone. They were just they were ready for it to leave. They just wanted it gone. And guys, it's gone. It's gone now. Don't let your past define your future, all right? Own 2019. There's some exciting stuff coming up in the and we got marriages, we got we got births coming up. We got all kinds of fun stuff. More importantly, we have you guys just just doing the best that you can do to own 2019. But I do want to take this moment right now and I want to give a big huge thank you to our men and women overseas in uniform, uh, standing post, uh, ensuring that we are safe. Thank you for allowing me to put my kids to bed safely and keeping the enemy abroad. Thank you for that. I got to give a huge, huge props to our men and women in blue. Thank you for taking time away from your family to patrol the streets and be on call and there to protect and serve. My hat's off to you guys. Our men and women in red, you guys are on call, waiting for the call of danger, running into a building on fire to save my family, puts you guys way above on a pedestal, larger than any comic book hero that I know of. I want to give a large shout out to those guys that are sitting around Christmas dinner getting the call that they have to go plow snow. We don't forget about you. You guys are important. Thank you for providing safe passage. The holidays are now over. It is a brand new year. Thank you for everybody and everything that you've done. Let's 2019 be one of your best years ever and let it be the foundation, the start of something great in your life. Just own it and decide that's what you want. To Mike and Justin, I love you guys. You're incredible friends. Thank you for everything that you do. I look forward to many, many, many years of of being with you guys and, and shenanigans. That's all. I'm just going to leave it at that. So with that, Happy New Year, everybody. And let this be your new beginning.